You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Ten minutes after nine, South African time. It's a beautiful evening. It's a beautiful night. Of course, uh, having uh, wonderful, lovely people as my beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, uh, all the way from Ladysmith, who is in Ladysmith at the moment. Our beloved, honorable Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Malana Salim Karim, Damad Barakatuh. And of course, uh, we welcome once again our beloved, wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. If you do have any questions, you are free. Uh, to send your questions on 084-786-3132 uh, 084-786-3132 International Overseas Listeners Plus 2784-786-3132 Of course, it's time for our discussion uh, The discussion from now to 10 o'clock And our topic this evening is that uh, Our review in the month of Ramadan my beloved, wonderful listeners of uh, Marka Sahaba. Our review in the month of Ramadan. The benefits, what positive points you took out from that review in the month of Ramadan. What lessons have we learned in the month of Ramadan? And it's a very, very, very good uh, good point, uh, my beloved Fadila Tulustad mentioned. What was the highlight of your month of the month of Ramadan. What was the highlight for you in the month of Ramadan? So we're going to, inshallah, be um, crossing over to our beloved Fadila to start any questions you have, you know, any questions regarding the topic, please do feel free. Our review in the month of Ramadan. Did Ramadan made you a better person? How close did you get to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Did you build that ta'aluk, that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Have are you now a different person since the month of Ramadan is out? Or are you back to normal? Remember, four days already. The 4th of Shawwal, 1443. Ustad, welcome to the discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mulana, how are you this evening and our esteemed listeners? A lot of energy, mashallah, packed with lots of uh, subhanallah, Ameen. stamina, Ameen. and enthusiasm. Murana, I don't know how many pieces of barfi you had <laughs> before you came on, on air this evening. And I'm sure, alhamdulillah, you, the family, alhamdulillah, had Ameen. a fantastic Eid al-Fitr, EG family reunion, reunion inshallah, and a great day. And this is one beauty of Eid al-Fitr, Murana. Mm-hmm. It's called the benefit of Sila Rehmi, that you keep up family ties. Family ties, Murana, is such an important component in the life of a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Because on the day of Qiyamah, Murana will pass, inshallah, our ibadats with flying colors. Because Allah is so ghafoor rahim mm-hmm. For one nafil, Allah is giving you the sawab of farad. For one farad, Allah is giving you the sawab of 70 to 700. But when it will come to hukukul ibad, mm. that's where you and I and our listeners are going to get caught. And I don't know whether we'll have the answers available. So it was a spirit of unity, love, sharing, caring, salam, kalam. Mm. So may Allah Ta'ala accept the rosas, ibadat, du'as, and Allah Ta'ala keep the ummah protected, united, and beautiful question, Mulana. Mm. What was your highlight 
in the month of Ramadan. Mm. So we want to open it to our listeners. Let's start with this question first, Murana. And before I start, let me just quickly share one beautiful durood with you, and then we go for our topic. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. أَمَّا بَعْدُ فَعَوْذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والقرآن الحميد إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima wa qala ta'ala fi maqamin akhar ma kana muhammadun aba ahadim min rijalikum ولكن رسول الله وخاتم النبيين وكان الله بكل شيء عليما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم التائب حبيب الله وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الندم توبة صدق الله مولانا الذين respected listeners brothers and sisters in Islam we all read beautiful wazaif beautiful duas we recite what was the most beautiful wazifa of Bari Taala Rabbul Alamin the most beautiful wazifa of Bari Ta'ala, Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Verily Allah and the angels send durood and salutation upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Onana, he was a great wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He had this unique habit mm. that every night is to recite 10,000 durood upon the Prophet without faith. On one occasion, he took ill and he couldn't finish the quota of reciting his normal 10,000 durood sharif on that particular day. He was very sad and depressed. And on one night, he saw Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Wudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him, Read this particular durood. Allama Sakhawi mentioned this beautiful incident. That Wudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him, Read this durood once. Allah ta'ala will grant you the ajar of 10,000 durood. It will be equivalent to the 10,000 durood that you used to read every day. And when he woke up, 
He had already by hearted the Durood. And that is the Durood that I want to share with you today. That if you read it once, Allah Ta'ala will give you the ajr of 10,000 durood. We can't even read 70. We can't even read 100. But Alhamdulillah, in the month of Ramadan, we scored. We recited a lot of durood and salam upon the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So this great wali of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala used to read 10,000 durood. And Hudud Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave him this durood to read the day when he took ill and could not fulfill his quota of 10,000 durood. What was that durood? Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-sabiqi lil-khalqi nuru wal-rahmati lil-alamina zuhuru adadaman madha min khalqika wa man baqiya وَمَنْ سَعِدَ مِنْهُمْ وَمَنْ شَقِيَ صَلَاةً تَسْتَغْرِكُ الْعَدَّ وَتُحِيتُ بِالْحَدِّ صَلَاةً لَا غَايَةَ لَهَا وَلَنْتِهَاءَ وَلَا أَمَدَ لَهَا وَلَنْقِضَاءَ صَلَاةً دَائِمَةً بِدَوَامِكَ وَعَلَىٰ آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ كَذَٰلِكَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ عَلَىٰ ذَٰلِكَ It's a long درود. اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد السابق للخلق نور والرحمة للعالمين ظهور عدد من مذا من خلقك ومن بقيا ومن سعيد منهم ومن شقيا صلاة تستغرق العد وتحيط بالحد صلاة لا غاية لها ولا انتهاء ولا أمد لها ولا انقضاء صلاة دائمة بدوامك وعلى آله وصحبه كذلك والحمد لله على ذلك May Allah Ta'ala grant you and me tawfiq that we can at least recite a hundred times Duru Sharif in a day minimum Zamulamai Kiram said the minimum amount that you and I should recite is at least 300. Mm. May Allah give us tawfiq, Murana. We formulated this beautiful habit in the month of Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq that we continue. Dua to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Oh Allah, forgive my sins. Grant me death with Iman. And give me a high and lofty place in Jannah. Mm. Allah Ta'ala grant you and me tawfiq. Ameen. You see, there are three things that Allah has kept goodness for the son of Adam alayhi salam. Number one, Allah has given him a spacious house. 
It's a great act of goodness from Allah, a gift from Allah, a pious wife, and a good vehicle. Wherever Allah has given this bounty, Allah has given him the goodness of this world. And shakawat, what is shakawat means? Something that is distasteful. Something that is disliked. Number one is a rude wife. Allah Ta'ala does not like this quality. A small house. When you build a house, Alhamdulillah, make sure that it has space for everybody's comfort, for the guest, Alhamdulillah, for salah and ibadat. And thirdly, a useless vehicle. Allah Ta'ala give us vehicles, inshallah, we must have a decent vehicle. It doesn't have to be new. But Alhamdulillah, it should be a decent vehicle so you could serve the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. coming back to the beautiful month of Ramadan. You know, they say all relationships go through hell. <laughs> Whether it's a relationship, husband and wife, mm-hmm. father and son, mother and daughter, ustad and shagir, peer and murid. All relationships go through hell. Indeed. There's a lot of tests. There's lots of challenges. But real relationships get through it. Mm. You always find a way out. And there's a beautiful saying that the one who serves become a leader. Only by humbling himself, you can earn others' respect. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala when they asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ya Rasulullah I heard you making this dua Ya Allahumma hasibni hisaban yaseera Oh Allah take an easy accountability because this is what happened in the month of Ramadan Allah is going to hold you and me accountable for the ibadat that we had performed the reward and so that we could preserve that reward for the Akhirah. So inshallah, my question to our esteemed listeners, maybe some of them have already sent a message to you on your screen. What was their highlight for the month of Ramadan? Let's inshallah give our listeners an opportunity to respond. Inshallah, then Mulana will continue. Well, it's uh, exactly now 25 after 9, uh, South African time. Somebody says here from uh, Kronstadt, Ustad, uh, my highlight of my Ramadan 1443, I have not missed Tahajjud Salah from the 1st of Ramadan until the 30th of Ramadan, Ustad. Allahu Akbar, Shukabbar Allahu minna wa minkum, noorun ala noor. Subhanallah, mashaAllah, Allah. min fadli rabbi. You know what a great achievement that is. Allahu Akbar. For getting up for tahajjud salah and talking to Allah, making munajat with Allah. Hmm. May Allah Ta'ala grant the brother and all our listeners tawfiq that we continue with this jazbah of getting up for tahajjud salah half an hour before fajr salah. The nights are long, we can't complain. 
Even if you go to sleep by half past eight, nine o'clock, and you get up by five o'clock, alhamdulillah, read your two rakat, four rakat, six rakat, whatever you are comfortable. And that's the best time to talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So may Allah ta'ala grant the brother and all those who kept and performed their salat tahajjud, Allah grant them ajri azim, Allah grant them istiqamat, Allah ta'ala give them tawfiq to continue performing their tahajjud mm. every day without faith. That's one. Number two, on the flip side, Marana, mm-hmm. he was a great person. Somebody came and asked him that, you know, I can't get up for tahajjud. I try so much to get up for tahajjud. Is there any reason for that? Is there anything that I should do? So that great wali of Allah replied and responded and said to him, you see the deeds that you do, the amals that you do during the day. Do it correctly and according to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah Pak will automatically give you tawfiq to get up for tahajjud. Apni din ki amal ko durust karo. But whatever deeds you do during the day, let it be in accordance to the sunnah. Do it with ikhlas and sincerity. And Allah will give you tawfiq, insha'Allah, to get up for tahajjud namaz. So yes, Murana, a very big Mubarak Baad. Mm. Subhanallah, a great achievement. And I'm sure there are mm-hmm. hundreds or thousands of our listeners, alhamdulillah, Listen to this one, Ustad. Mulana Salim, uh, my highlight of my Ramadan 1443 was my husband and I made up. We both made up after six months. We were separated, so he decided to move in back with us and his two little daughters. This was our best Ramadan. I love you, my John. Ibi, Ustad, Allahu Akbar. Allah. Allah Ta'ala. See, Mulana, this is what, when you become conscious of Allah, mm. you see the purpose of Ramadan, uh-huh. it was to discipline yourself, to acquire the quality of taqwa, to fulfill huqoqullah and huqoqul ibad. Mulana, when a husband and wife look at each other with love and muhabbat, Allah Ta'ala showers His mercy and rahmat upon them. Sure, subhanAllah. And imagine, Mulana, that for six months you were not talking. Those masoom daughters, mashallah, are oh. pining for that father. Sure. And see Allah Ta'ala, by keeping your rosas and being conscious of Allah, yes. realization comes into your life that what am I here for? If my Rabb can forgive me, if my Allah can forgive me, I can be the worst gunahgar under the sun. But my Allah is saying to me, my banda, come to me. Mm. I can forgive you and I will forgive you. Subhanallah. Then how much more greater it is for you and me, Mulana, to fulfill our right. We make maaf to our spouses, our fathers, our mothers, our brothers, our sisters, and to the ummah. Noorun ala noor, Mulana. Great, great changes. You see, this is the type of changes that Allah wants in us. Where there is muhabbat, there is unity, there is forgiveness. Where there is remorse, I feel bad for what I have done. But I never gave up on my husband. I'm sure that wife sat on that musalla and she cried to Allah. Allah, bring me back my husband. Allah, I love him for all that he's worth. Allah, I don't want anything more than peace. 
That's all I wanted in my life. And Allah mm. gave it to us. So subhanallah, may Allah ta'ala dono ko ek aur rafi, ek aur nek banai. That's our dua for that couple and all the couple who had problems in their marriages. And mashallah, they made peace mm. in Ramadan or on the day of Eid. And they have normalized their relationship. Allah Ta'ala keep the love and muhabbat abad in them. Allah Ta'ala keep them from And insha'Allah, a lot of khayr and happiness will come out of Subhanallah. Allah Akbar. Ustad, there's another one that came in. Um, it's anonymous. Uh, it says here, Mulana Salim, my highlight for me was my husband gave up smoking on each day. He now hates it, Mulana Salim. He was a smoker chimney. He used to smoke two packets a day. Ustad, anonymous sister. Allahu Akbar. Mulana, this is what. Ustad, can, can, can Ramadan really change you like this, Ustad? Allahu Akbar. You have no idea how Allah Pak gives you tawfiq to change your life because Allah Pak said, My banda, come to me. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Every night Allah Pak was descending and saying, Halmi Mustaghfirin. Is mm-hmm. there anyone who seeks forgiveness? Is there anyone who seeks help? Is there anyone who is sick? I will give him shifa. I will assist him. I will forgive him. So, Mulana, there are thousands and millions of people's lives have changed in the month of Ramadan. The question here is, have you and I changed, Mulana? So here is a living example that what changes Ramadan can bring into us. So subhanAllah, to give up and kick this bad habit, this is indeed a great gift for a wife and for the family. First, you're going to be saving yourself tons of money. Number two, your wife will be more intimate with you. Well, I'm serious. When a person smokes, I don't want to tell you the stench that comes out of their mouth. Mm. You can use all the mouthwash and all that you can get. Have a, take spearmint so, uh, sweet or whatever sweet. Put ilachi in your mouth, put pan in your mouth, everything. It leaves a bad taste and a mm. bad odor. Many sisters complain to me, we just cannot share the bed with our husbands. We cannot stomach the smell of cigarette. It is so, so terrible. Our clothes, our body, my hair, everything stinks with cigarette because the person wakes up, is puffing cigarette. Why are you giving that leaf to your family? Why are you giving that leaf to outsiders, Mulana? First of all, you go with the mouth that is smelling. I know of so many brothers, Mulana. They smoke outside, they smoke me in the car, they smoke outside the masjid, and they don't even gargle their mouth, some of them. I'm not saying all of them. And they come and stand next to you with your, their mouth smelling with cigarette. Mulana, mm. you have no idea how annoying that is. Mulana, I actually walk away. I go and find another place to stand because I cannot stomach them. I do not want to spoil my salah. And Rasulullah said, do not eat onions or raw garlic and come into the masjid because you're giving your fellow Muslim brothers the cleave. And number two, you're giving the malaikas the cleave because they hate to smell. So subhanAllah, yeah, is it, Murana, that the husband has given up for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It will bring lots of love, lots of muhabbat, lots of interaction. So we can give up bad habits. Murana, I can give up zina. I can give up gambling. I can give up drinking. I can give up speaking lies. I can give up flirting. Well, it just needs willpower and tawfiq ilahi. 
کہ اللہ کوریکٹ می اللہ انی اعوذ بگا من المعصم اللہ سیو می فرام گناز این سن اللہ سیو می فرام گناز این سن سو مولانا دس از سچ ہارٹنگ نیوز دیٹ آئی ایم لسننگ یو آر لسننگ ان دا ہول ماشاء اللہ مرکز صحابہ کرام لسنرز تھرو اؤٹ دا ورلڈ آر لسننگ دیٹ آئی ایم شیور ایچ ون ہیو سم تھنگ ویری اسپیشل ٹو شیئر ود اس ان شاء اللہ مے اللہ تعالی گیو اس توفیق اور مجھے اللہ اکبر سبحان اللہ سمونی سیز لیٹ می جس ریڈ دس استاد Uh, salams, how is Mulana Salim doing? My highlight of my Ramadan was that I made a Quran khatam and I read my namaz on time and I never missed one early morning salah. Ustad, Sister Arifah. Subhanallah, Allah Ta'ala grant her afiyat, Allah Ta'ala accept her and also all the sisters and mothers who achieve this great sawab of not missing a single salah, completing the Quran. Mulana, when the Qur'an is completed, how many of us completed the Qur'an? But one great sunnah some of us forgot. What was the great sunnah so that in future, whenever you make khatam of the Qur'an, when you come to the last ayat, minal jinnati wannas, it is sunnah to restart from the beginning. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, alhamdulillahirrabbil alameen. You finish surah Fatiha, bismillahirrahmanirrahim. الف لام میم ذلک الكتاب لا ریب فيه اولائك على هدى من ربهم واولائك هم المفلحون actually what you saying to bari taala rabbul alamin i have completed the quran rabbul alamin i'm starting a new quran right away so subhanallah nurun ala nur subhanallah whenever you complete the quran individually Call your family, call your wife, your children, your parents, and make a dua to Allah. Because at the time of the completion of the Quran, malaikas descend to make special amin to the dua that are made there. The duas are being accepted. To make dua, Murana, inshallah, for the future, that whenever you complete the Quran during the year, call your family members. Don't be selfish, just make dua for yourself. They try and make it a special occasion. Husband, wife, children, grandchildren, sabko bulao. Dua kijiye, dua lijiye, and dua dijiye. As I always say, Murana, take duas, give duas, and receive duas. So may Allah Ta'ala give the sister, Ajri Azim, and all the, the listeners, alhamdulillah, who achieved this great ni'mat of completing the Quran, reading their five daily namazes, and never missing a salah. اللہ تعالیٰ قبول فرمائے کسی بندہ گندے برتن میں دودھ نہیں ڈالتا ہے کسی The whiteness of the milk, the glitter of the glass, it looks so appetizing, so wonderful. So, Farmaya, the noor of Allah, somebody is giving an example, a pious person, nobody put milk in a dirty glass. Likewise, Allah Ta'ala gande dil mein noor kese dalega. How can Allah put noor in a heart? That is full of guna and sin, Mulana. 
a beautiful saying, Dear husband, be kind to your wife. Why? Because her father just gave you his heart. His daughter was everything to him. If you find fathers, very little they cry on the day of the nikah. But I saw one father, I performed one nikah. He cried from the start of the program to the end. He just sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. Then I asked him, but why? And he said to me, you have no no idea of how much I love this. So dear husband, be kind to your wife because her father just gave you his heart. He gave you the most expensive this precious gem. Mm-hmm. Look up. So, 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 Ustad, can you say that uh, to that sister in Islam? Of course, we do feel uh, sentiment. We feel her pain. Can we say that that's her highlight of her Ramadan, Ustad? Well, she suffered in silence mm-hmm. because eleven years of her life wasted. She could have done so much more mm. for the betterment of. His Iman, and likewise her Iman, for her children, for her family. Imagine, Marana, you have no support. I have a husband, mm. but he's spineless. No help to me at all. Financially, emotionally, physically, absolutely zero. Do you know that emptiness a woman feels, Marana? The vacuum, the depression, the panic, the anxiety mm. that sets in. Ask those sisters who have gone through this. So maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered her dua. See? It's a mercy in disguise. Ya Allah. That way. Mm. Because she didn't want to become a zalim or a zalima. Yes, yes, Ustad. Because she wanted to fulfill the haq of her husband. Mm. He deprived her. So you cannot continue like this, Murara. So sometimes, if trying your best you cannot make it with your partner. You went for counseling. You went to the ulama for help. The jamiyat can only do so much. Yes, lots of complaints that the ulama are not doing uh, their responsibilities in a proper way. They are influenced because the husband's family is very rich. Lots of accusations. Unfortunately, we don't go by that. I think every alim who handles the case, he has Allah consciousness in him. And remember, he's also got daughters and children, so he has to be just and fair. But sometimes, unfortunately, the hands of the jamiyat are tied because in this country we cannot enforce any rule because it's a circular country. The law of the country applies. The most the ulama can do is an issue of fatwa and give you an advice. But they cannot force or enforce the law of Sharia upon the husband. So insha'Allah, Aziz, as I said, I'm coming back to the question that Mawlana, after trying everything, the marriage cannot be reconciled. We agree to disagree. And Sharia, Allah says in the Quran, then set her free and let her go. And when she goes, give her a present to show Yes, we agreed in principle, we cannot see eye to eye, but I have no hatred for you. As Rasulullah said, when you give a gift to somebody, it's for the pleasure of Allah. So, فَسَرِّحُوا bil بِالْمَعْرُوفِ Allah Park says, 
then set her free and let her go. Allah will open her doors, Allah will open your doors. But you don't have to be mean, you don't have to be cruel, you don't have to be unjust. Because she's somebody's daughter. In the end of the day, she is Allah's bandi. You don't own her. So men, some of them are absolutely narcissists. I don't want to tell you the stories and the cases that comes to us, Mulana, your heart will, will sob and cry. But where the ladies and sisters get sabr from, I have no idea. Maybe it's only the fuzzle of Allah that their ta'alluq with Allah is so strong, they still have the courage to stand in there. So here is the one of the sisters who went through so much of turmoil, so much of crying, so much of hurt. And I'm sure she made dua. Allah, open my doors. Allah, make it easy for me. Allah, find a way for me. And the husband gave her the talaq. She'll sit in iddat, and maybe Allah Ta'ala will give her a ni'mal badal. But obviously, now she will serve her iddat, and after her iddat is served, Allah Ta'ala will open her doors, or she will look after those masoom children, and life will continue. <coughs> she will turn a new page. Allah Akbar Ustad, it's sad. It's really, really, really sad. Uh, uh, I've got two more questions, Ustad. One says here that, uh, I don't know if Ustad heard this morning, where my 18-year-old daughter, she came to us and she spoke to, she spoke up and said that I have a boy. She has a boy in her life that she likes. He's a 25 years old. What do we do as parents? She's such a pious child, but her father gave her such a threshing, such a good hiding. Did we parents do, uh, did we do right by hitting her, Ustad? Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Mulana. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wa salam gave us a directive. Keep a good name for your child. Give them the best Islamic education. And when they reach a marriageable age, get them married. It's a clear instruction from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Number one, as you just said, the parents are saying that she's such a pious girl. My question here is, mm. Marana, twofold. How did she get in contact with the boy? Yes. We must be fair and balance the scale. Number two, we also have to be considerate. The girls are getting baligh much more quicker than boys. And that's why Sharia said that the quicker you get your daughters married, the better it is. Their haya, their modesty, and inshallah, their dignity will be preserved. Because there's only two things that will protect a woman. One is her husband, and the second thing is her cover. Hmm. Once you are married, no man will interfere with you. No man will flirt with you. Because that marriage is so sacred. Yeah, is a case, typical. And there are so many homes in a similar scenario, Mulana. I am saying, Mulana, in today's zamana, we need to sit and befriend our children. My son or my daughter must be free to come and tell me, Abba, I want to get married. I've reached that age. Mm. If I do not get married, there's a strong possibility that I can mess up my life. I can get involved in fornication and zina. That's why Rasulullah said, Ya Masher al-Shabaab. Oh, young people, manistata minkumul bar. Those of you have the means, capability, and ability to marry, it is wajib for you to get married. If I know, Monana, 
that if I don't get married soon, I'm definitely going to get involved in zina. Then it is wajib for you to get married. Mm. And I can look after a wife. If it's normal circumstances, I can control my nerve. I can look after a wife, and it is sunnah for me. Yes, I can look after myself, but I can't financially take care of her. Then it's makruh for you to get married. Mm. And if I know that I'm an oppressor, I'm a zalim, I'm a cruel man, I'm a heartless man, mm. I'm a narcissist, for you to get married is haram. Because to make zulum and oppress your wife is the greatest guna that you can commit. Azulmu zulamat yom al Come back to your question, Malana. Mm. Here is this girl, mashallah, she came up and she said to her parents, I want to get married. So fine, she made a mistake. Maybe she contacted this boy or whoever it is. Or somehow the other, she came to know and she made a choice. So sit her down and explain, why do you want to hit a child? She's no more a child, but now she's an adult. Mm. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, do not beat your wife during the day like an animal and in the night you want to sleep with her. Do not hit your, your children. Do not hit an animal. Do not hit any human being on the face and cause marks and pains and bleeding and bruises on the body of that person. Haram. Hmm. <laughs> so the parents will hit. No, no, that's not going to solve the problem. Yeah. Tomorrow she will run. No, no. She will leave the house and she'll go. Whose face will be rubbed in the mud? Then we want to do damage control. Because my daughter ran away, she eloped. But she loves that man. I did not instill discipline in my child. I did not have a free discussion with my child. I didn't open the channels of communication with my son and my daughter. Malana, so many times the sons are so scared to talk to their father. The daughters are so scared to talk Mm. to their father and mother. They get influenced by friends and outsiders. And this is the natija that we see. All said and done, Malana, Mm. it was wrong for the parents to hit the girl. They need to ask her for more. Now correct the wrong. Sit her down and explain to her, Betty, you want to marry this person. Do you think that he is the right person? And alhamdulillah, if the boy is decent enough also, mm. he must come with a decent proposal and say, look, I want to marry your daughter, inshallah, and if Allah wills, he's got iman, he's got akhlaq, he's got deen, and he can look after her. Mulana, Rasulullah said, when a proposal comes for your daughter, and the person that comes with the proposal is naked, he's pious, he's got deen, he's got akhlaq, accept the pro- proposal, illa otherwise, will be opening the doors of great fitna. So in this instance, Mawana, our sons and daughters have a right mm. in Islam to say that I want to marry this particular person, provided they fit the criteria, but for bizati deen, if preference to deen. If the wali, the guardians, the father, the grandfather, alhamdulillah, they are the awliya Allah, they are the walis, they are the guardians, they are the representative, inshallah. They should look at the application. They should look at the request and say, okay, if that is what she wants, she's adamant, the person is a Muslim, he's got akhlaq, he comes from a decent family. Bismillah. Why hit? Because tomorrow she will leave the house and go. 
Tomorrow she can elope. Tomorrow she can go and do something that will be un-Islamic. Now, who's going to be responsible for this? Let's befriend our children. Let's have mashura with them and open door policy. You are the wali of the house. You are the shepherd. You are responsible for your flock. So, Mulana, have a dialogue, have a discussion. Maybe she's looking at it from one side. As a father, as a mother, I would have sat my daughter down and said, Betty, what is this that is happening? Where did you get all this coming from? Tell us, be honest. And what is driving you to say that I want to marry this person? <laughs> Hear her out, Mulana. I think we need to have this open door policy. Sure. Because today the children have become rebellious, Molana. Because I can go to the court tomorrow. Tomorrow she can go to the court, Molana, and get those parents locked up. No, Ustad. Wallahi, that's the law of the country. Sure. For assaulting her, she can go to the court tomorrow. She can take this boy and get registered in court tomorrow. Molana, we as parents can do sweet nothing. Why want we want to go to all this embarrassment and disgrace when we can resolve it internally? I'm not saying that just allow your daughters to take any Tom, Dick and Harry yes. or your son to take any Tom, Dick and Harry. Please don't read me wrong. But what I'm saying, Monana, if they come with a proposal to you, my son comes to me or my daughter comes to me as a father and as a mother, I need to sit my son down, my daughter. Betty, tell us what is the position. Yes, that's the right way to start. Have dialogue, yes. Monana, have dialogue. Yes. Maybe she's missing the point. Or maybe as a parent, I'm too selfish. Yes. <laughs> so let's be open-hearted, Monana. Let's look at the good. You know, during the time of Rasulullah, a lady comes to Rasulullah and says, mm. my father is forcing me to marry somebody and I don't want to marry him. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said to the father, respect her wishes. But on the other side, Shariat also says, la nikaha illa bi waliyin. You just as a daughter or a sister, you can't just go and pick any Tom, Dick and Harry from the street and say, yeah, because Islam has given us freedom, gee, I can just bring this man here into my life. They must be there must be barbary, there must be compatibility. Will this individual be fitting our family values? Will she make a difference? The quality of taqwa, the quality, our habits, our ways, inshallah, are we compatible in many ways? Will she make a big difference in my house? These are all important things to look at, Mulana, before, inshallah, we can make a decision. But to hit a girl, oh no, no, this Sharia does not allow. Mm. Corporal punishment, Islam told you this 1400 years ago. The government passed the law now 10 years ago or 20 years ago. You can't hit your child, you can't do this. Yeah, oh no, no, no more adab left. Gee, the students are hitting the teachers, they're stabbing the teachers, they're taking away paper basket, offloading the muck on top of the teacher. Gee, no other be adab mahrumas. Oh no, no. It's my child. Allah gave me this child as an amanat. I have a right. My deen, my Islam, and my sharia dictates to me to instill discipline in my child. Mm. Rasulullah said, introduce your child to namaz at the age of seven. At the age of ten, he doesn't want to read namaz. You can give him a light beating. Mm. <laughs> all of us, our generation now, and the generation before us, Monana, mm. our parents and grandparents were so strict. 
That's why today we have principles, we have akhlaq, we have discipline in our lives, Mulana. Look at the children today. We have left them free. Do what you want. And today we're holding. They are either drug addicts, Mulana. Yes. They are involved in alcohol. They're involved in prostitution. They're involved of every vice you can think of. Is our Muslim children. No, Mulana. Be answerable to Allah for all this. Ustad, you know, it's, it's, it's so hard. So I, 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 just, I just wish all the listeners are listening what you are saying, Ustad. Wallah. Wallah, my heart breaks sometimes, Ustad. The message comes here. It says that I forced my child to get married, Malana Salim. And she didn't want to. She did like a good boy. But we as parents were very selfish. And today she is so sad in her marriage. She said, Mommy, I married this boy just to make you all happy. My heart is so broken for my daughter, anonymous mommy. Come on, Ustad. Come on. Allah Ta'ala reward this, this is daughter. And parents, this is a wake-up call for all of us. Astaghfirullah. Look at the happiness of our children. Look at this child. Look at this daughter. Yes. She loved that boy that she wanted to marry. Maybe there was khair in it. The parents should have taken that into consideration. Today she's married to somebody else. Her mind is somewhere else. Ya Allah. Ya Allah. Hmm. She's crying day and night. Maybe. There are so many girls that are sitting there unmarried. Because they wanted to marry somebody. Yes. And the parents refused. They refused to make nikah the rest of their life. So here is a typical example. The daughter is saying, Ma, or my parents, I'm not happy in my marriage. You'll force me. Rasulullah said, don't force your son or your daughter to get married. They have a right also to make a choice. Yes, as parents, you guide them. But you do not have a right to force them. Yes, there are start. so many cases, Mulana. Uh, if the sisters are really heartbroken and they come up on screen, you will see, take a survey and see how many of our sisters are married because they were forced by their parents and they're so unhappy in the relationship. Mulana, that marriage is in tatters. It's torn to pieces. Mm. They're just living there for the sake of living. Their thoughts are somewhere else. No, (laughs) Imagine Rasulullah said, when you are being intimate with your partner, it is haram for you to imagine or for you to visualize some other woman or other man. It is haram. That is zina of the mind. What are we doing, Mulana? So we made mistakes, Mulana. Let's correct the mistakes. Inshallah, these. Don't make the same mistake with your other children. We need to open a, a channel of communication with our children. Be free to ask them to come and talk to you as a parent. Sometimes we need to befriend our children. Yes, we can't be stern. The Abu San Khan Parira all the time. Now my, my son or my daughter is talking to the neighbor. She's talking to outsiders. What outsiders advice they will give? The best advice will come from the parents. I must be free to talk to my son. My son must have, inshallah, an open-door policy. Abba, can I have five minutes of your time? Ami, can I sit and talk to you? I have an issue. I need some advice. Give me some advice. So you ask that question, Morana, this is my response. Mm. That we need to change our approach and attitude and do what is best for our children. Well, I, 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 
Hey, Ustad, I, I really don't know. You know, this is Marcus Sahaba. I see all the listeners are pouring their heart out because now you pose a question. What was the highlight of your Ramadan? There's a brother here saying, uh, of course, time is up already. He says, my highlight of Ramadan was very sad. I'm still the same person. I haven't changed, Mulana Salim. I still smoke weed and I smoke Zol and I still listen to music. I know it's hard to give up this, but I will wait for the next Ramadan to change. Call me Brother Mo. Ustad. Ya Allah. First of all, mm. we can't call you Mo. Your name is Muhammad. Mm. You have such a beautiful name of Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Just make a niyat that how merciful, how kind and loving was Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My role model. And I'm still saying that I'm waiting for the next Ramadan. You don't even know the next minute you'll be alive. Make tawbah immediately before death overtakes you. Allahu Akbar. You need, inshallah, the young man, at least he's acknowledging. The mere fact that he is not proud of the guna that he's making, he knows that it's wrong, he has some remorse. So for him, the best thing for him is to join the ulama, go to the khanka, or go to an alim, inshallah, make bed with an alim, Go to the masjid, attend Islamic classes, speak to a spiritual mentor, explain to him the situations that you are going through. And inshallah, with the guidance, inshallah, they are spiritual doctors. We can't judge anybody. Mm. He, he feels that he hasn't changed. But the mere fact that it's hurting him somewhere, he is waiting for the next Ramadan. But as I said on the other day, you know, the, the things that makes the heart very, very sad is to make guna hoping that you will be forgiven. And you go on, you make a guna once, Morana, then you make tawbah, you can understand. But once it's a habit, you keep repeating the same guna, then it becomes a habit, Morana. It's not a guna, it's not a mistake, it's a habit. That should stop immediately. So for the brother, we make dua that Allah mm-hmm. give him hidayat. He must, inshallah, go and find an alim in his town, or in his area. Inshallah, sit down with that alim, make tawbah, and ask Allah Ta'ala two rakat salah, Allah, give me tawfiq to stop these vices that Ameen. I'm involved Ameen. in. Ameen. Allah, bring me back on the Siratul Mustaqim. Ustad, we have to leave it there. It's uh, five minutes after ten. I see questions are still coming in. So, inshallah, maybe Ustad, few words of advice, nasiha. Now we're in the month of Shawwal. Uh, Ustad, uh, many, many people have changed. Many, many people didn't change. You heard the, the brother Mo right, as well. Ona, let me give you one for the night. Uh-huh. Long time, we never gave you one for the road. Uh-huh. So, let's give you one for the night. So, in the month of Ramadan, one, one murid went to the Imam Sahib and said, Imam Sahib, can I tell my wife I love you in the month of Ramadan? Mm-hmm. So, the Imam Sahib said, no, you can't tell her. How? So, he asked why. Imam Sahib said, you mustn't speak lies in Ramadan. <laughs> you must not speak lies in Ramadan. Ah, come on, Ustaz. Inshallah, when you love somebody, as I said, Marana, Allah give us tawfiq to remove malice, hatred, mm. jealousy from our hearts. Let us love each other for the pleasure of Allah. Let us forgive each other for the pleasure of Allah. And let us help each other. 
for the pleasure of Allah. That's my parting words. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq wa akhiru dawana. Six minutes after 10 South African time. It's a beautiful evening and very, very well said from our beloved, honorable, respected Fadila to Lustad, Hazrat Malana, Salim, Karim, Damad. But it's, it's, it's time for us to wake up, man. But you know, that, that, that's a very big topic. Uh, what Malana Salim Karim was saying about our daughters, our sons, that uh, we should be there as parents to guide them, not to force them. I see there's another question that came in from Mayfair. But anyway, inshallah, uh, maybe when we have time, maybe not tomorrow, tomorrow, Malana will be on only for the for the nikah announcement maybe it's Saturday morning inshallah we will touch on this because there are a lot of uh, youth out there they are not happy in the marriage they are not they are doing it for the parents my beloved wonderful listeners of Merkel Sahaba time for me to love you and live in this beautiful evening have a beautiful night see you guys tomorrow morning same time same place on our program As Safina to Ilal Jannah from myself and brother Lakolo Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadina sa jami'a Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh